Okay, so today we're going to be talking about, I guess, just the paranormal and the afterlife and ghosts, especially. And like supernatural. That was the main topic we're going with. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so should we start off looking at the video, the video evidence first, or? Video evidence, ooh, okay. <laughs> uh, Do you believe, I guess, in ghosts and stuff like that? I don't know, man. I'm, I'm kind of like... Over time, I would say my like like the it's it's changed. I would say over time, right? Okay. Uh, so, like you started off thinking that there were, and then you kind of just stopped believing, or the other way around. Uh, when I was a kid, I mean, you know, I guess as kids we were very impressionable. So I I was yeah I was uh you know <laughs> let's just say in my family I had. A few, well, particular one uncle, but actually a few people that were kind of like our family friends who used to put on these things like, you know, the Ouija board at night or do these crazy, oh, okay, yeah. like these oh, crazy. So used to actually play with that. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, and well, I never really did, but I watched people do it. I remember one time, and this was freaky. This was in the, God, I don't know how old I was. It was, it was in Poland. Uh, we were camping. And in Poland, like back in the day, at least when you were camping, it wasn't like, you know, you show up to an RV park or a campground with all these lights. and everything. No, like you went in the middle of a forest where there's nobody around. And you just like, you're not even sure you're supposed to be there. You just hack like a little spot and you set up a tent, right? Yeah. So, so I remember we had like two or three tents set up and my uncles were there, my cousins, everybody. And uh, and then at night, you know, we do the campfire and it's just pitch black, you know, like around. You just all you see is this like the trees. And then it just goes to pitch darkness. And then one of my uncles is like, you know, uh, oh, yeah, let's do this. It wasn't quite a Ouija board, but it was something like he took a a piece of paper, I think. And he just wrote like the, the different letters and stuff like that. And then he put, I forgot, his key or something like that. Oh, so this is like a homemade Ouija board. Kind then. of, yeah, yeah. And then, you know, we all had, we're holding hands and we're all like, you know, and I'm a kid. I don't know how strange, maybe I was seven, eight years old. I've never seen anything like it, so I I, I didn't know what to expect, I guess. And then, uh, yeah, and then I I just remember that uh, that uh, you know he starts doing the whole seance or whatever you call it, and you know, can you hear us and this and that, you know, and you're holding the hands and thing, and then suddenly something like moves, and he's like, my God, look, the key, this key is moving, and we're all like, look, and I remember I just had like shivers on my spine, you know, as a kid, and I'm like, what the fuck, like, how is that moving, and I'm like, right there, we're in a circle, and he's making it move, I mean, I'm convinced to this day there wasn't no ghost, but he made it oh, move. So he never let you in on the joke. Oh, no, he never told us, no, so this thing, thing, <laughs> and then not only that, but what was it that he made, because we had a guest, I think it was, yeah, my mom, I think, invited, like, a friend from work, and he, like, nobody really knew him and kind of, you know, knew, like, basics about him. But then the, he started, like, asking the ghost, you know, uh, can you tell us about our guest today, you know? This and, that. and, like, this personal formation that even this guy was like, what the, you know, like, what the, how do you know this stuff? So afterwards, I remember I was, like, rationalizing this for, like, months after that, like, because I'm, I'm very inquisitive let's just put it about life i want to find out how things work and how how life works and i was like how the hell did he know this and then finally like after months i was like 
I mean, maybe our guest, right, my mom's, you know, coworker, maybe he was in on it. You know, I mean, he told him. I mean, like, it's I didn't know what was the other explanation. I don't know, but how he made the thing move, I don't know. And then the weirdest thing was that, uh, what was it? He had somebody sit because it was like this little table, right, that we had set up, and he put it on there. And then, and then I remember it was like right next to the campfire. And then he had somebody because the table started like lifting and he had somebody like grab it or something. And they're like, and then eventually, I think it was my uncle stood up and put all of his weight on the, on one corner of the table and the table still lifted up. So then I was like thinking, I remember after that again, months after, I'm like, how did he do the whole part of the table? It's gotta be fake. So how did he do made the table move? And then I was like, maybe my uncle was in on it too. Literally, by the end of it, I thought I feel like he went to a lot of trouble to freak you guys out. No, so that by the end of it, I'm like thinking maybe my uncle literally was in with all the adults, and only just as kids were like the dumb ones going, ah, you know, we couldn't sleep Almost that night. Because I think I, I, I feel like that would be funny to do, like give <laughs> you like a bunch of kids just to like plan some elaborate thing that you're all in on and pretend like you're not. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so that—that's what I, I'm convinced. Like to this day, that that was the only way. I guess he it could have been done. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> so you don't so, believe at all that that could have been. Well, so so I'll tell you. Yeah. So at that yeah. moment, I believed it. I was like, "What the fuck?" Like, there's no, you know. I, I kind of even as a kid, I started as a skeptic, but then I was like, "No, no, no, no." That this is this was, like it felt real, right? That night, and then yeah. after that, months later, I'm trying to find like, "No, no," but it couldn't be. So what? What could it be? And blah, blah, blah. All these like rationalizing it, and then yeah, and then finally, I don't know. I think with just time, I was like, I don't know, man. For all I know, my uncle has some supernatural powers. I don't know, whatever. Who gives a fuck, kind of thing. Like I, I was like, better left it, you know, leave it unanswered. So, what about you? Um, I, I'm, I think I'm pretty much like the same as you. I think I'm just like I'm skeptical, but I mean, it sounds like from what you're saying, you kind of more believed it when you're a kid, which you know, makes sense. Cause I think most kids believe in like pretty much anything. I mean, we're brought up to believe in all kinds of crazy crap, like, you know, Santa Claus and the tooth fairy and all that stuff. So obviously yeah. I think growing up, it's easy to believe in like things like ghosts. Um, I, I think I'm skeptical, but I'd be more leaning towards, I don't think that there's a such thing as like any kind of ghosts or paranormal things, but I'm not sure. I wouldn't rule it out though. Now, have you seen something in your life that kind of make, like maybe then you don't necessarily? I'm saying, I guess you don't believe in it, but you don't know how the hell that was possible, kind of thing. I had a few time, oh, yeah. a few things, and but the, tell me, the tell thing me. is, like, you could always kind of explain away these sort of things. You know what I mean? Like, um, like one example is when I was like a teenager. Uh-huh. I remember I was like staying at my parents' house, and I woke up in the middle of the night. And I felt like, you know, when you wake up and it feels like something woke you up, not just like, you're just like just waking up randomly. Like okay. it just feels like something like kind of. Well, what time know, was so, it? Oh, it was, it was really late because everybody was sleeping in the house. Like it was probably like, like maybe two, three, okay. something like And I was just kind of lying there for a minute. And, and all uh, of a sudden uh, so, like, so, so interrupt. And that was where in Canada? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That was here. Yeah. And just felt like something like jumped on my back right like a person i honestly like when it was happening i thought it was 
a person because we had actually had like some break-ins in the area and there were like oh, home, like home invasions and stuff in the news. So I had assumed that it was just somebody was like robbing our house and whatever it was, it grabbed like both my wrists because I was like sleeping like face down and it felt like something was grabbing my wrists. Uh-huh. And then I heard something basically say in my ear, like it was asking me for, um, like where like the money where money and alcohol was in the house like whispering not really whispering it just sounded like just a regular person talking like if somebody leaned down and was just like asking me for where the money and the alcohol was in the house like where we keep it like if they keep it downstairs but for some reason i wasn't able to actually like talk or move right okay so and then but sorry okay but then you woke up or something i don't know no, but see, this is the thing, and this is where it gets weird. Is so I basically when I asked for where it was in the house, if it was downstairs, I basically like nodded, and I'm still thinking this is like a person that's trying to rob the house. So I'm just trying to get them off me. So the second they actually get up in my head, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna count to three because like I felt them like get up. I'm like, and I'm gonna like basically jump up and we're gonna fight. Mm-hmm. And I did. I counted the three and I did that, and there was nobody in my room. And I'm thinking, okay. Were you like, did you feel like tenseness in your body or something? Like, were you like, because you literally couldn't get up like before. Yeah. But all of a sudden when whatever it was got off me, I felt like I could move again. Like I just felt like. But I, did you feel like a weight on you? Like somebody was actually. On yeah. It, felt like, it literally felt like, like at the time I was convinced someone was on top of me and they were trying to like subdue me type thing. And <clears throat> like, essentially it was going to be like a home invasion. So my whole thing was, you know, if, if whatever happens, like if I'm going to get killed or whatever, I'm not going to just like die like a bitch. Like I'm going to fight this person. So I counted the three. I like, I flung, like cause I had like covers up to like my shoulders. I flung them off and I turned around. There's nobody there. And then I thought about, it, I'm like, our stairs in that house used to be like really like loud. Uh-huh. Right. And I didn't hear anybody going on the stairs. Like you can, you can always hear when someone's coming up or coming down. I'm like, wait a second. I didn't hear anybody go down the stairs. Like I felt this person get off me, but I never heard them go down the stairs, which is where they said they were going to go. So I got up, I kind of looked around upstairs, looked around downstairs. And I'm like, there's nobody in this house. Oh, so you were by oh. yourself that day? No, like my parents, they were still in their room sleeping. Okay. My sister was uh, there at the time too. She was in her room sleeping. There's nobody else in the house. Like I, I looked around like there was for sure nobody else there. And then like at the same time, if it was somebody that was in the house, they would have, you know, been there. Right. Like when I got up, cause I got up like three seconds after they got up. So that's when I realized that this could have, it could have been something more. But when I actually looked into it, like when I got older, I found there's actually something called, um, I don't remember the name of it. It's like, um, sleep paralysis. Ah, okay. See, th- that's so the I'm reason like, why I, I was, that's what it was. Like, that's I why know, I was I asking you those right? questions because, that's what it sounded like to me because guess what? I I used to have it. I, I haven't had it in years, but I used to have it regularly as a kid. And that freaked the living shit out of me, dude. Like when that happened. And and that's why I was asking you like like all these questions, because it sounded to me like you had a sleep paralysis. Right. But now, then the only thing that threw me off is like somebody talking to me. Like, is that normal? Like when that happens? It it can I mean I, I, I think it's the imagination. Because I'll I'll tell you, to me it was um, it started when I was a kid, 
But basically, I didn't know, right? So for the longest time, I didn't even know that there was such a thing possible. And basically, mm-hmm. I guess for those people who don't know, sleep paralysis is technically, you know, when you go to sleep, your muscles and everything, like your body releases these certain chemicals to relax you, right? So it basically paralyzes your muscles. So this way you're not moving, you're not straining, you can really, like, relax your body and you can, you know, I guess, re- regenerate, right, uh, as you're sleeping, but then what happens is during sleep paralysis, and it usually happens to people who sometimes tend to sleep with their eyes open, you know, like their their eye inverts, but it's the, the the eyelids are a little bit open. And I have I have that. Like multiple people people said that sometimes like one of my eyes or both of my eyes are like slightly opened. Yeah, I have family that has that where like it almost looks like they're looking at you when they're yeah. sleeping. Yeah, yeah. So, so to me, that's what a thing is like. I sometimes have my eyes slightly open, and especially if there's like some light or something, and I start thing. And what happens is you'll you'll actually wake up, meaning you're mentally awake, and you can move your eyes, but your whole body is still paralyzed because of those chemicals that your your body naturally releases. So you can't move your muscles. So it almost feels like somebody's either holding you or like you're chained or something and like you're like because i remember when i was a kid i would get the freaked out like so much because i, I would like uh, you know like straining like this and i want to move my arm and i can't mm-hmm. it's like you can't or or get up or thing and and the worst was if i fell asleep like on my on my uh, chest right on my stomach and with like my face to the, the pillow or the bed and then i'm like literally having problems breathing like if i have you know sinuses or something right and i'm trying to breathe but here's like my, my face is pressed to the bed and then you wake up and just freaks, you know, used to freak the, the hell out of me. And I used to think that they were just nightmares, right? And uh, and then, you know, your mind can play all kinds of tricks because you're imagining. And by, because I n- never heard of this thing and I had the worst nightmares like that, like as a kid, just horrible, horrible. And it wasn't until, oh yeah, and I remember the worst was actually with uh, my father passed away. I was 19 or 20 at the time. And I remember it was like a few days after the funeral, I was in, you know, I was already living on my own, but I was, you know, like nearby. And I came to see my mom in her house, you know, and she was, you know, my my dad was gone. So she was kind of felt lonely. She's like, oh, just stay here, stay here. I'm like, oh, okay. She gave me something to eat. It was like middle of the day, just, you know, you're feeling lousy, you know, just lose the, you know, lose your father. And oh, then... Yeah. And then afterwards, like I ate this and that, I just had no energy and I fell asleep on the sofa. And all I remember, dude, it was like the freakiest thing because I fell asleep on the sofa and then literally I start like, like my dad is like, somebody goes and like, Tom, Tom, like pissed off. And he's like yelling at me and holy fuck dude like i got like and i'm like what do you mean like my dad's dead my dad's and you know and i hear him and this and that and then i i open my eyes and, and i realize okay i was just sleeping but no now i'm awake now i'm awake and i want to like look right and i want to look and turn around because i hear him right behind me and i and he's like i'm gonna fucking kill you this and that like he's pissed off and i'm going what the shit the fuck the? you know like i it just completely thing wow, freaked me out crazy yeah and i remember that moment i was like i got it i got it i got to move and it was just all of a sudden i suddenly like it's like your body like wakes up and i strained and like and i woke up turned around and of course there was nobody there right and See, i'm like sounds exactly like yeah. what happened to me yeah that's, that's that's so crazy and i never heard of this till like last year when i was like watching like random ghost stories and stuff and 
I heard a person that had a story like yours and like mine where except for theirs, it was like a person that they would see like this woman, this freaky looking woman that would like crawl across their floor and get on top of them. And she like, you know, like obviously it's like a ghost story. Right. Yeah. But when I heard about that, I'm like, that sounds so much like my story. See, yeah. like, and, and that's the reason why I think I'm skeptical of a lot of stuff. Cause like you might think, you know, you see something or you hear something and then, you know, somebody comes with a logical explanation, like what you just said. Right. So, I mean, I, I don't know if that explains everything. <laughs> no, well, maybe not everything, but not but, that, like not that specifically, but, but I guess maybe what happened to you and yeah, that thing. Exactly. Like yeah. a lot of times there's like, not every time, but a lot of times there's a, an explanation a lot. I feel like it just really depends on what you want to believe in. I feel like if you want to believe in ghosts and spirits in the afterlife, then you're going to convince yourself like that. What happened to me, if I was the type of person that I like, believed in that stuff and i really wanted to i would have taken that as oh no this for sure was like a ghost or a demon or something yeah but exactly. for me, like well i mean it could be but it also could have been something else yeah. right yeah but, so i mean it, but i remember when when after that experience that's when i kind of started on my little journey and i started exploring other things because i really believed like my dad just came and he was like pissed off because and, and i may and i think part of it was again my imagination playing because my father you know, he, my father used to be like, he was like this real tough guy kind of thing. And mm -hmm. he used to, you know, uh, you know, yeah, it was a few times where he got violent, you know, beat me up and stuff like that. But he was also at the same time, a very loving father. Like it's hard to say, but like he had this, the extremes, you know, he was very, could be very good or could be fucking just turn into a monster kind of thing. Mm -hmm. But I do remember like the last, because he died of cancer. Uh, so the last like year of his life, he knew, he knew he was dying and, you know, doctors pretty much told him, so he was very, as he was going through the whole process and I was there, you know, like every day you know, or, you know, for like months, I used to drive him to the hospital for the chemotherapy and all that stuff. And then I remember when, when, and he did it all pretty gracefully. Like it was almost like he realized all these, like, I guess, mistakes he made in his life, things. And he was like, I got to get better. I got to get better. This is, you know, my, my last chance. But I remember the very last few weeks, he was, it, it was this weird thing, but it was like, you know, again, no, remembering him as a kid, you know, knowing how he could sometimes be, you know, like, 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 uh, I remember one time he was, he got really pissed off at, uh, at this guy who was, we, we just came to Canada and we were like sharing an apartment with this other guy. And then my parents were living in another apartment. It was like this whole messed up situation. We didn't have anywhere to live. And we lived in this tiny little room above the store. And anyways, the guy who owned, I think the place, he basically... Uh, my parents would like drop off food for us and do things like that and he would just eat our food drink our stuff whatever thing and he was kind of like telling me and my brother like shut up kind of you know whatever you're just staying here for free kind of thing and my father got pissed off at him and i didn't know but i think he owed my father money and that's why my, my he did a favor for my dad and kind of said okay your kids can stay here while you guys are looking for an apartment and uh, and my dad just came and like unleashed on this guy. You know, my dad was used to practice boxing. Yeah, no, he like that. that's what I was thinking. As soon as you said that, he 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 went at the guy. I'm like, oh, that's yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he nearly killed the guy. Like I remember at the end, he oh, punched him this and that, and then he threw him down the stairs. Uh, and the guy, you know, well, he was in the hospital. They kept on asking him all this stuff. My dad kind of went into hiding, and then pretty much after that. We all thought like my dad is gonna have to like run away from Canada. Actually, turned out that that guy was illegally in Canada. <laughs> he ran ran back to Poland, and we never saw him again. But anyways, what? having that memory of my dad, having like like this, you don't you don't bullshit with my dad, right? 
that, yeah. you know, and then seeing him as a dying man and seeing how he turned like completely around and mm-hmm. he was trying to be more gentle, more understanding. I was like, oh, okay. But then I guess at the last few weeks before he passed away, he was, um, and it was like, you could see like he was trying to control this frustration because again, he's, here's a guy who his whole life, he didn't ask anybody for help. He did everything he fucking wanted to do. All the stuff. He was this, you know, ultimate, you know, at least in my eyes, macho kind of guy. And mm-hmm. then suddenly he couldn't do sometimes basic things like get up and go to the bathroom or his, you know, holding That's a glass, got. like his hand That's was shaped. Does to people. It really, it really like will break you down. Like yeah. it, it's, it's horrible. You, you, I mean, you watched your, your mom die, right? Of cancer. Exactly. Exactly. So, and so, it's, so, it's, so. Like, like you said, there's certain things that you're, you're a proud person and there's certain things that, you know, you're, you wouldn't do that you think you would never do. And that you, you know, like you said, getting up and going to the bathroom, sometimes, you know, that's hard, too hard for you to do. And, you know, it's, it's, that would be a hard thing to accept. I was thinking of it like while watching my mom go through it, I'm like, man, like I I would have all these same feelings. I'd, this, it's, it's tough. Yeah. So, so uh, uh, what's it called? Um, what do you call it? Uh, so, w- watching my dad there, uh, uh, d- you know, go through that and seeing him get like frustrated, it was kind of like, I mean, he wasn't nearly how he could have been, like how, how I sometimes remembered him as a kid. But, uh, but I do remember like these moments where, where, like I said, like a few weeks before he passed away, where he was just this frustration he had. And I think that's why when I had that sleep paralysis and here I am thinking about my father, you know, he just passed away, all these things going through my mind. And I'm constantly having this image of like the last few weeks where I just saw him always pissed off and, and like kind of, you know, getting frustrated, but trying to control it. But this, and I think it just kind of, again, my imagination went into a thing because again, I wake up, I'm paralyzed. My mind's starting to like trying to make sense of it. And I can't, and this and that, and then I start thinking my dad, oh my dad, and then you know, I I think I just you know made up the whole voice, like my dad was never there or nothing. Now, of course, I remember like once I managed to get up and suddenly like thing, and I turn around, there was nobody there, and I started looking for my mom. My mom wasn't thing, and then it turns out my mom was out walking the, her her dog. So when she came, there was nobody else to tell me like, okay, I didn't hear anything. So that made it even more, you know mysterious but i was like fuck maybe he was there it was it was just weird that was a weird experience but like i said it depends it depends kind of on you know your perspective on on life i guess and and the afterlife because i know some people that would tell you oh that for sure for sure happened and then i know some people that would you know say that it was sleep paralysis yeah but at the end of the day like we, well i still i guess yeah i guess you don't know but to me i think it is was was you know sleep paralysis because after that that's when I began this whole journey of like learning about like these like depends upon that what happened then, and I came in completely thinking you know like no like you know because again at that moment I still didn't know about sleep paralysis I was like holy fuck like I just saw my dad I told my mom my mom totally believed it you know she's like holy fuck you know, and then all <laughs> this stuff and then, and then I remember it took me a few years and I we've heard different stories different things. And then finally I came across, it was this guy who was talking about sleep paralysis. And I was like, and it was, he said that it was first people noticed it like in the, in the, during the Renaissance in Europe, like there were these stories again of ghosts and stuff. And it mm-hmm. turns out it was, it was sleep paralysis. And this one guy diagnosed it and all that stuff. And I started reading about it. And then 
Dude, I remember once I like found out all these different informations, like you know, I, I, as much as I could about sleep paralysis, and I literally would do experiments after that. It got to a point where, like, I pretty much could control it. It kept happening to you, right? Is that what oh, you're saying? It kept kept happening, but you know what? Because it's just like I said, especially when you're sleeping with your eyes open. So then I did these experiments where if I put an actual, like, you know, the, the like a little, like a something to cover your eyes. Like those masks, those sleep masks. Yeah, so you even if yeah. my eyes open, all I would see is pitch black. I never had sleep paralysis. Oh, okay. But if I think I also, yeah, also if I fell asleep in the room that had maybe where, where I didn't have my eyes covered, but that had a bit of light even, you know what I mean? Right. Or if it was during the day, if I fell asleep, then I would have the sleep paralysis. And I started just doing like this process of elimination and, and experiments. And I remember finally like, and I, and I started rationalizing thinking, so this is probably what's happening. I'm just paralyzed because my body's still asleep, but my eyes open and my mind's like, what the fuck's going on kind of thing. And I remember one time, I mean, it was literally like an experiment, but I, I, I did it to a point where uh, I basically fell asleep and then I sure and I had all these lights on and this and that, like on my face and stuff. <laughs> and I remember again, you know, I'm a very inquisitive person. I want to find out about how everything works. And and it got to a point where I, I, I we could say scientifically tested it by doing experiments like that. And it worked. And, and yeah, and I remember because I would play something, I played like a movie or something that I had going on the screen and I, something that I've never seen before. And I literally would open my eyes and the first ex- reaction was still like, <gasps> like, oh my God, like I'm, you know, cause it feels just fucking weird that you, you're paralyzed. Right. But then I, I, I'm telling myself, okay, this is just sleep paralysis. Nothing's happening to you. Just relax. And I literally calmed myself down. I didn't struggle anymore. I didn't try to like forcefully move my muscles and stuff and like move my arms or legs. And then I literally remember I was watching the screen and I'm like, okay, this is what's happening. So try to remember, try to remember this, this and that, that, that. And then I remember a few times after that, I just, because I relaxed my body, it slowly, my body, I could literally feel like this tingling sensation and I could start feeling my fingers moving and this. And, and then I'm like, holy shit. I just, I woke up fully, like with my eyes open. And a few times I was so tired that I went back to sleep. And then when I woke up normally, I would look at it, the tape that I was playing and I'm like, Oh, that's exactly what I saw. So I wasn't imagining it. I was literally awake, but when my body was asleep. And wow. o- over that process, I kind of, I, I mean, I hadn't had it happen to me in years. I think the last Why time. Why do you sleep? Do you like continue? Did you continue using like a mask, I'm assuming? Uh, no, no, no. So I, I just sleep normally now. But I, I do remember there was like a few times where, like when I first met my wife, which was, yeah, I mean, oh, it's probably going to be like eight, nine years ago. And I had a few moments like where I, I had that and then my wife noticed. Like she would like, you know, wake me up and she's like, Tom, Tom, what's going on? And then when she started shaking me then and then I was like, Oh, okay, it was just sleep paralysis. How did she notice? Were your eyes just like darting back and forth or something? She, she, yeah, well she she just said that like sometimes I she would look at me like she because she would wake up because I started like it's like I wanted to talk, but I, all I would make sounds is like like that. Cause again, I can't move my muscles. And she said, like, sometimes it felt like I was twitching. And then one time the lights, you know, she turned on the lights and she could see that my eyes were a little bit open. And she's like, yeah, yeah, it was very freaky. I remember she told me. And I was like, sorry, but don't worry. I'm not going to murder you in the middle of the night. <laughs> and I think. I wonder, that makes sense what you're saying. Like your eyes being open kind of triggers you to wake up, but not fully wake up. But I wonder, because I don't have that, like where I sleep with my eyes open. It only ever happened to me one time. 
Now, maybe, well, I, I have heard over the years, like I said, different cases where different people, to different people, it's brought on because of certain other things. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it could be something okay. else that's stringing in, in you. But if you start literally doing process of elimination, you'll soon figure out. And then you'll also, but the biggest thing for me was to not freak out. Mm-hmm. Like literally, now I've gotten so good that even in my sleep, I still have sometimes bad sleeps, but like like a, like a nightmare. But Correct. even then, if I have a nightmare, I kind of, it's like almost like I realized that, oh, I'm just still sleeping. And let's just fucking have fun with this kind of thing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Uh, I, I don't get as like pulled into it as I used to as, as a kid, right? So I think... Well, now you're used to it. You've had a ton of experience. You did experiments. So I mean, at this point, yeah. you should be used to it, right? You did it a bunch of times. So yeah. Yeah, yeah that's, that's, that's really interesting. But it's, 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 yeah, it's funny when you were t- saying that, that I'm like, it sounds like sleep paralysis, but I mean, what do I know, <laughs> it's right? It's funny that you actually know about it because like anybody I've ever told that to, they just, they have no idea about that. And usually other people are way more convinced of it being something supernatural than me. I'm like, I don't really know. They'd be like, you oh, don't trust me. And I'll be like, there's a lot of, I, I, I remember uh, in, in that same house, actually, where I had that, you know, a dream that I thought or whatever, my dad coming back from the dead. Uh, I remember in that same house, uh, this was like a house, you know, in Brampton in Canada. It was really fast construction. You know, they build all these cookie cutter houses there. And and it was built on on an old farm farmland, so the ground was constantly settling, and the house was you know how you get the walls like every every so on you start seeing this crack up here in the drywall and things like that. It was right. just not the best construction, let's put it that way. Uh, even though my mom sold that house recently for like over a million dollars, which is insane <laughs> when you consider <laughs> she she bought it for so cheap. Uh, but that just like it speaks uh, to the to the insane That's housing the prices. Well, that was the market. It's, it's trust me, it's changed. It, what I mean, it's slowing down or within the last like couple months. Yeah, now it's it's flipped to a buyer's market. So oh, okay, okay. Cra- cra- as crazy anymore. Not even close. Oh, okay, okay. But yeah, but I remember in that house, everything was settling, everything was moving, and I do remember that uh, my aunt came once, my my sister of my dad, and. You know, she was also like, this was, this is already, no, a few years after my dad passed away. But I guess she was associating that house because that's what the, you know, the, where my dad basically was, right? For the last okay. few months of his life. And so she associated that house like with, with my dad. And I remember, you know, we were sleeping uh, one time. Or no, no, I was going to sleep. It was like really late already, but I was doing something on the computer. And then she wakes up. I think it was maybe 11 or 12 or something at night. And she she was already asleep. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And then, you know, I'm like, what what happened? She's like, oh, my God. There's a ghost. There's a ghost. And I'm like, what are you talking about? You know, I'm like, what, what, what kind, of, kind of ghost? And she's like, no, there's a ghost. I heard him. It's probably your dad. I'm like, my dad? I'm like, what do you mean? What did you hear? And she's like, yeah, because he was like stepping steps. And, you know, and he was kind of angry, I think. And I'm like, steps? I'm like, yeah, right here on the main stairs, you know, that like from the, the, the main main uh, door. And I'm like, what do you mean? What did you hear? And she goes, I heard the... I'm like, oh, yeah, those the whole the house pretty much squeaks. But the stairs especially, they're like these wooden oak stairs. And, you know, mm-hmm. no, no, she was, dude, she was convinced that it was thing. 
<laughs> so it's funny because I asked her, you know, what she heard, and she told me there was just these squeaks. So then I had her sit with me because she just didn't want to calm down. I like made some tea for her, and then sat down, and I'm like, oh, you know, and I just wanted to get calm her down. And then when we were like sitting quietly, I heard the sound again, and I'm like, did it sound like that? And then she's like, no, 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 because then I heard. And I'm like, ah, uh, and you could see originally she said it was just the squeaks. Now she's mm-hmm. adding sounds of footsteps. Like, because your imagination, like when you convince yourself of something, you, you know, it's it's like we when I think it was an experiment I watched some once where they literally your had brain, people. You know, make it make sense. It yeah. Makes, that's what your brain does. It makes things make sense. It's like when you see, um, like online they'll have words misspelled incorrectly on purpose. Oh, yeah, yeah. Your brain will automatically correct it if it's close enough. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so I, 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 that's what I think was happening to her, and she was, con- and then like I said, if if you spoke to her, like we, next time, like the next day, she spoke spoke to my mom, and then she added something else she saw, you know, like all these things. It was always, oh, it's a ghost yeah. behind you. Huh? Sorry, no, just okay. I thought there was a ghost behind you. Wow. Not yet. Not yet. And I, I, I just, just remember that, like each time she told that story. To us, it was she always added something new to it. It was like it was getting bigger and bigger in her head because she kept on, you know, retelling it. So, yeah, yeah I mean, every year it's like broken telephone. Like the, the you will remember it differently, especially if, if if certain parts aren't making sense. You'll kind of make it make sense over time. Yeah. So you know, so I guess right now I am not like. I'll tell you this though, I'm not in a way where I completely dismiss idea of like afterlife. Mm-hmm. And thing, and and I'm no longer, you know, I was born as a Catholic, but I'm not really religious. Uh, definitely not practicing Catholic, but you know, I'm sure there's certain things that were left from that, you know, upbringing and that, you know, that culture right. that I, I might be thinking of sometimes. But I also, I mean, I've gone through so many changes, heard interesting stories, met interesting people. That, um, you know, I do believe that there's definitely something, you know, beyond the physical. I just say, and I've actually seen something, you know, again, you know, if I told people, and I have told a few people this story, some people I think believe me because they maybe want to believe it. Some people will just disregard it as like, oh, it was just your mind playing tricks on you. So, you know, I mean, there's, like I said, but I, I, I don't know why, but I, I, I guess, yeah, I'm, I'm convinced that there's something like, like, you know, like if I were to ask you, like, before you were born, do you believe you already existed? It's just your body, you know, when your body came into existence, that's when you became aware? Or do you think you just, you were literally nothing until your your body developed and you, like, what do you think? If, if I had to, like, you know, pick between the two, I'd probably assume that you're nothing until you're here. So just basically a bunch of cells, whatever, you know, your the sperm and the thing and the egg, and then they slowly grow and, and that's how you become you? you know, I've never really thought of it, but probably, like, yeah. Like if I had to like really put, put an answer to it now, like I'd probably, that's probably what I would say. I mean, I have nothing that convinces me otherwise. Okay. Now, uh, I'm not, like, like I'm, I'm similar to like what you said, how you consider yourself, you know, you grew up, you know, I grew up Christian, but it's like, I don't really, I don't feel like I identify with that anymore. Like I'm more, I guess what people would call like agnostic, like, I don't know if there's something after after this, but I wouldn't rule it out. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, but then 
let's just put it this way then. Uh, you were nothing at the at one point, right? Or you, you could say you were one cell. You started as one little cell, one single cell yeah. organism, right? Uh, and then something, you know, happened and you grew, right, to the size that you are right now, which is even physically, right? Yeah. But even your habits and all that stuff, all those things are, you know, like whether you even want to admit it or not, you have things from, you know, you know, maybe your, I don't know, your mouth looks the same as your great-great-grandfather, you know, yeah. your ears, you know, your, your skin color, your hair, I don't know, like you have characteristics from your ancestors, right? Right. So there's something there, right? That that was some information that was passed on, right? Yeah, that's true. Okay. And now why is it that for example, uh, you know, and and how is it that you grow? Like you know, what do you think happens when you eat, you know, how why is it that your body gets bigger and thing? I mean, it really it really just comes down to your eating food, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, your the way you eat, your lifestyle, the way you eat like you know, I've been told that your body adapts to your lifestyle as well. Like, um, I don't know how true this is, but they say like, if you were to start playing like maybe piano from a certain age, they say that your fingers will actually like adapt to better oh, suit I, a, I, piano, I, a piano player. I, I believe that. Yeah. Cause I've seen my, my stepbrother, uh, amazing piano player and he's, uh, yeah, he, he, he didn't never want it to be, but uh, anyways, he was kind of almost sound like he was forced into it. Mm-hmm. by his his uh his mom and um but anyways so yeah but 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 if you think about this so for example uh, you know let, let's say whatever we have a piece of bread i take a piece you take a piece i eat that piece of bread right and that piece of bread is definitely not me right but i'll eat it and slowly will turn into me right will make mm-hmm. me help me grow right especially as as a kid as you're still growing you eat it, you also grow. So that same piece of br- bread or that same, you know, the same piece of banana or we shared an apple, the same thing, composition of cells, yet you take it in your body and it becomes you. I take it in my body and it becomes me, right? Yeah, that's, that's true. Right. So now, how is it? It is basically that, that uh, you know, like I said, something that seems seemingly so lifeless Yet uh, it sort sort of seems to always find the right direction. Like you know, like if you give I don't know, if you eat a banana, you're not gonna turn into a monkey. You know, give it to, to a, a monkey, he'll eat it. He'll turn it, you know, into so you could say a bigger monkey if he eats enough bananas. If I eat it, I'll turn you know into me, just have, again a bigger portion of the, all that stuff. So it's sort of like if you think about it rationally, there's some kind of intelligence inside all of us whether it's me, you, a monkey, a dog, or whatever it is, even a tree, right? Uh, all of the living things on this planet, there's some kind of intelligence inside all of us, and that intelligence is what's guiding. Because you could be the biggest fucking idiot in the world, but you eat that banana, or you eat that a piece of bread, or you eat that apple, and it's still going to turn, you know, just going to make an even bigger idiot out of you. You know what I mean? <laughs> you, you don't have to have, you don't have to, so I'm saying, you don't have to be have zero intelligence, but yet there's some underlying intelligence within all of us, I'm saying within all of our life, that guides it all, right? Yeah, that's fair. So if that's the case, clearly that intelligence already existed before you were born because your parents were here. And before that, you know, their parents and your great-grandparents and your, you know. So you mean essentially it's just um, like passed down, like 
you think everything, I guess, is passed down, like, uh, not just like looks wise, you mean like, um, like even like personality traits and things like that. Yeah. There's even studies that were done. What is it about with mice? Uh, I think it was, it's usually with mice, poor mice. Uh, <laughs> and I say that cause I, I used to have pets, uh, mice that, that I got so used to them and they, and they're very intelligent animals. But anyways, uh, there was a study done that, uh, I forgot what it was, I'm probably going to butcher it, but it was something along the lines of like, they literally like, like had like, uh, you know, different kinds of foods like hidden in different compartments. Uh, and and uh, I think it was, yeah, it, w- it was just different shapes or something like that, or different smells that they, had, they gave it. And basically as, the, as a mouse basically went in there and if they just did it enough times where, for example, all of the windows on the second the mouse stuck, you know, that's face into it to take a bite, it would electrocute that mouse. So that mouse, for example, would be like, like, okay, if it went to this window, it could eat a little bit of the food. If it went to that window, it could eat. But if it went to this specific window that had a, I think it was a smell, a specific smell, right, that they just sprayed like a perfume, and then they electrocuted it each time. Each time it tried it, it got electrocuted. Guess what happened? That mouse, for the rest of its life, when the, when it smelled that smell, it was terrified. It was just whoosh, run and hide because it just constantly associated. But you know what's even more incredible? For the next three generations of that mouse, its babies would remember that. So it's almost like it, the the DNA, yeah, passes genetic information about you know, like I said, your your mouth, your nose, whatever is you know is is the way that maybe your great 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 grandfather used to look. And you, you never knew him, but you have it in your face, right? Or your yeah, certain abilities. That that's true. But also things that happen, especially traumatic things. But even supposedly when they started doing like really happy things, like really things that are very emotional, whether positive or negative, they get embedded in the, in the genetic, you could say, information or some other information. It's so strong that it will actually last ser- ser- several more generations. Until eventually, if there, if it's not being repeated, it will slowly get diluted. So basically, like like in mice, they found that like for the next three generations, those mice that never had went through that experiment, they would smell that that smell, and they would be just that same reaction. Holy shit! They didn't know why. You know what I mean? They just that's what they were. So like I'm saying again, there's some kind of underlying intelligence because it can't just purely be memory based. Like, like as if you had a computer, right? And a computer, you know what I mean? It's it's all great if you have memory, right? You have the hard drives and all this stuff, this thing. But memory is useless on a computer unless you have some kind of software running that memory, right? And doing something with right. it. So what I'm saying is it's in terms of life, I would say, and not just human beings, but just all life on this planet. We have genetic memory clearly being passed on, but we also have some kind of this software, or you could say intelligence, that then runs it all. Because it knows already when, you know, like I said, when you take these molecules that make up this apple or this banana, I eat it and it still knows how to process those those molecules, those atoms of that to basically uh, turn it into you, right? Right. So you're not, so you're not just saying. I'm saying from a scientific point of view. Thing of like, a, like us being like having a soul before we were here or something like that. You're more saying that we just inherit, we're technically, we've been here longer than we think we have because we inherit things from yeah i guess to me at least the more i've you know the more years i've been on this planet the more things i've experienced and i had like this some some really weird experiences in my life 
and then and especially i remember when i went to india and i started like i was i was there for a film project but i met some interesting people and then and then i got interested in some of the indian like the the you know the religions or the the the, the some of their kind of explanations on life mm-hmm. and uh whether it's hindu or or you know buddhism for example where it talks about that there's this you know, I mean, and, and they all kind of explain it slightly differently, but they're kind of the way they're saying it is, and it's kind of you can draw similarities to even Christian religion, in terms it of that it's basically they're saying that there's this underlying one intelligence or this life force they call them. Some of them will call it, and some of them will call it God, right? Like 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 Jesus. When you look at teachings of Jesus, he literally is saying, you know, over and over. If you're really looking at it. It's almost like he's trying to pass on information about something that maybe wasn't common knowledge or maybe what we consider blasphemy at the time. But he literally is telling people, I am the son of God. You are the son of God. We are thing. He says the kingdom of God, right? The God or this intelligence or this life force. He says the kingdom of God is in all of us. He's literally telling you the same thing, but in, I guess in, for the times he was telling you. What's the thing? To- the Bible, well, the Christian Bible. Is uh, it's full of like parables. Like a lot of people take a lot of the stories literally, but it's it's they're not really supposed to be taken literally. A lot of it's just like parables. Like you got to like kind of read into what the underlying message is to in all of the stories. Yeah, like I don't believe Adam and Eve. It was an apple that they were talking about. I'm pretty sure they were talking about sex. It could have been, yeah, or maybe or maybe something that's else that was forgiven. But, think, but yeah, but you know, and that's the thing. You interpret it how you want to interpret it. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think taking the, I mean, if you literally read the Bible, which I did as a kid, because I was, I used to go to Sunday school and I just, whatever, it, it effed me up, and I was like, no, I want to read this thing, I want to find it. And then the, the, once I actually finished reading the Bible, and I'll, I'll admit I skipped a lot, of big parts of the Old Testament because it's just boring or weird as as fuck. A lot of it just didn't make sense to me when I was like, yeah. I, similarly to you, like when I was younger, I tried to read through it and it just. It, it doesn't it contradict itself like uh, like parts of it for at least for me just because i just didn't understand i think i was i don't know if i was at an age to understand a lot of it or if it was just no no i, I think it's so messed up it's literally a collection of stories and and the interesting thing is too that some of them are just badly written but another thing is you'll start noticing when you read the whole bible you'll be like oh i, I remember i read that story and now this story literally contradicts each other each other like they're yeah it's like what the what the hell like you know it's it's like a book that kind of like i said refutes itself in certain parts um but what's interesting about jesus in particular and that's what i'm saying you know his stories or parts of his stories are you know passed on in the bible but there's obviously all these other gospels that never made it into the bible uh as in other writings of him um and what's interesting is that when you hear that, obviously the story is quite a bit different. The image is not so sanitized as it is in the Bible. Um, but it's also, you can see that he's literally telling you the same things that like, you know, Mahatma, uh, or uh, when I say Mahatma, I uh, think, um, Gatma Gandhi, uh, 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 Gatma, Buddha, Buddha Gatma uh, was saying, or what, I mean, a lot of these basically teachers, these like you could say spiritual teachers were saying throughout, you know, all these different times. And mm-hmm. he seems to me like he was just another one of those people passing on this knowledge, but trying to explain it for the time and for the culture and the, the region where he lived. 
the best that he could and because he you know was from a jewish background and most of the people he was speaking to were jews he kind of tried to fit, make it so that it still sort of fits and makes sense for people who believed who had that you know traditional jewish upbringing mm-hmm. as in you know the figure of god and all that stuff but he's trying to tell you now that god isn't some uh, little like figure above all of us that's watching and judging us and all that. No, he's literally telling you multiple times, he's within you. He's your father or you are, you know, the son of God. And we're all basically the children of God as in we're a part of him. And, all, and he's literally telling you the same thing that, like I said, that, that you know, the various Buddhas said throughout the times and, and all these other spiritual teachers. So, so, and the thing, so what I'm saying is basically that my understanding now is that there is this, I guess, sort of, we could say there's, life force or this intelligence the central intelligence that is behind every living thing you know in this universe uh and it's guiding all of us it's just sort of like at least like i'll tell you this one experience i had once which which i've told a few people and and i i know some people just didn't get it some people were, were like whatever this guy's fucking crazy i think <laughs> but it was this weird thing where um I was literally working at a computer. I was in my home office. I'm like my home office. My other house is in a basement. Uh, my wife, my kids were upstairs. And this was about maybe five, six years ago. Uh, and I'm just sitting there, you know, working, this and that. And, and I think you've seen my office. I have usually like multiple monitors, right? Mm-hmm. And, and on one of the monitors on the side, I just had this video playing. It was, uh, I think it was a guy who he came who it was like one of these YouTube you suggested videos, I think. I'm pretty sure it was from YouTube. It was um, a guy who's, uh, he was channeling some like ghost or something and he's they're, they're, they're speaking through him, I think. That's what it was. And and I remember specifically, I'm like working on this computer da, 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 and I just look over at someone and I'm like, man, what the fuck is wrong with this guy? And this guy's just literally sitting there and he's like, oh, he's in me, he's in me, and like, oh, it makes these faces, I'm like, what, you know, like, and that's not really bad acting, like, that's what I'm thinking, right? And then yeah. suddenly his voice changes a little bit, and he starts talking and saying, uh, you know, like, oh, you know, f- f- I forgot exactly how it was, but it was like, uh, I, uh, I know you're listening, right? Uh, you're listening to me right now, and it was like, literally, I think he said, like, he said, most of you are not going to hear this, but the few that are, you know, I want you to stop everything you're doing right now and just, just follow along with me. And I'm like, okay. And like that kind of just got my attention a little bit. And I was like, okay. You know, I kind of stopped for a moment. And then he goes, uh, Tom and some other name. And I think he said like three names. I know you're listening. And I'm like, okay, that's a little weird. <laughs> but I'm like, okay. <laughs> you know, and I'm like, well, I don't know. Maybe he just picked random some names. Maybe he does yeah, these videos. He just really common, what he thought to be a common name. that. Uh, yeah, exactly. And here's, here's what I'm saying. My skeptical mind is just going, whatever. You know, this guy's bullshit. But I remember I was like a little tired to the thing. So I just stopped. I put away my mouse. And I'm just like looking at this video. I'm like, okay, okay. And then he says something like, uh, concentrate on like I think it was something yeah, concentrate on the point between your eyebrows so I was like okay and I'm like and he's it was pretty like very direct like direct like the, this direction that he gave to do this do that breathe in now slowly close your eyes and you breathe out you think of this and this and then it like repeat, repeat it a few times and do it I don't know what happened but like it seemed like like I it, it 
almost like I got drunk or something and I don't remember the moment or like, you know, when you fall asleep, but you don't remember the moment when you fell asleep. Right. But it was weird because instead of falling asleep and not being aware of what's happening, I became, I mean, the best way I can explain it is almost like I was infinitely more aware of everything. So like, 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 like right now, you know, how do you know something's happening? Or It's because you either see it, you can hear it, right? Touch it, whatever, your senses, right? Exactly. If it's out, outside of your senses, you're going to be like, you know, well, I don't know, maybe it didn't happen, right? Well, suddenly it's like, I, it was almost like, I, I remember because I was sitting there and at first I started feeling like I felt the floor, like literally the floor, even though I was sitting on the chair with my feet up, I, I felt like I, I could feel the weight of me and, and then the weight of the floor almost pushing against the chair. And I literally felt as if I was the chair. It sounds fucking weird, but I'm telling you, like as if I was the chair and I'm touching the floor and I'm like, what the fuck? And then it starts spreading, this feeling. And it literally gets to a point where I can feel like, I remember I heard the vibrations and like this stuff happening in the computer because I had the computer and it's, my computer is pretty quiet, but suddenly I heard like this fan, <laughs> electrical things happening. And I'm like, what the fuck? What the? And I'm just sitting there, like just think, think, sitting there and going, Oh my god, I can feel this. Like it wasn't like I like I heard it or something. Yeah. It's a weird feeling, but I literally I I felt it. And I remember to the point where I started laughing at myself and I'm like this is cool, but this is a fucking weird dream. Like I must have <laughs> and I I'm thinking, I must have been hypnotized. I must have been hypnotized, right? And then right. it starts spreading and I feel like I remember I could feel like outside the, like the the grass moving in the the trees cuz we have like right right outside the wall. At my backyard there in my office and then it starts spreading and i literally go upstairs and then i feel my wife being angry angry and then my kids being like a little scared and, and sad and then i literally was and i couldn't hear what was happening you couldn't think but it was just like i felt like like literally like i could feel both my kids and my wife and and you know this like she's angry and this and that and they're kind of scared and I'm like, oh my God, what the fuck is going on? With and then I snapped out of it like that. And it felt like it was pretty fast, like maybe three, four seconds. It's just this weird feeling like, oh, spread, spreads, and then thing. And then I'm like, okay, what the hell happened? And then, you know, I'm like looking around, looking around. And I, I remember I looked at the clock because I had my, like a deadline that I was working on. And I'm like, what the shit? What the hell? Like, it, I think it was like close to an hour that passed. So after that, I was like, whoa, okay, that was trippy. <laughs> like, so it like, felt like four seconds, but it was actually an hour? Yeah, yeah. And then I remember I got up and I ran upstairs and I had like almost like tears in my eyes because I felt just weird. And I ran up to my wife and then my wife was like scolding my two kids about something they spilled or whatever. And I'm like, baby, baby, it's okay. It's okay. The kids are scared. And then she's like, what? And then she's like, what happened to you? Why are you crying? And I'm like... I don't know, but I felt it. Like, I felt your thing. And she's like, what do you mean? And she got freaked out, I think. But my wife is cool because my wife is very traditional in many ways. But she also will believe anything, like, pretty much. Like, if I, like uh, me, if I tell her she... Spiritual or, or, wife. Or not, not so much that she believes it, but she doesn't really ridicule it. She's like, oh, okay, okay. Tell me more, that kind of thing, right? <clears throat> she doesn't right away, like, put it down. But, dude, that was the weirdest experience. It was kind of amazing and kind of almost scary at, uh, at the same time and i remember i came down i was looking for that video i wanted to experience it again because i was like this was weird and i right. could never find that video again i looked fucking everywhere 
I tried after that. I remember like different meditations, and that's when I got into like, a lot of these. Like, started downloading these apps for meditation. You don't remember exactly what they said to you? Like, no, I, I, I don't remember. It was it was sort of like what some of these meditators when I started then go, going and getting into that whole world, like these meditators say, like where you're again, you're like imagine a light in your forehead or like a third eye or these like, different things. But I tried all these things. None of them worked. It was just this weird thing where I was being so skeptical to the point where I was laughing at this guy and I had this weird fucking experience. So to this day, I'll tell you this because I tried to rationalize it after and the more I tried to rationalize it, the more fucking crazy it seemed. Like I, it, it seemed like I was fucking going nuts. All I remember is that I kept on going back to one fact. I'm like, I could have imagined me sitting and, and feeling the floor through the chair or, or feeling what's happening in the computer. I, that could have just been my imagination. But mm -hmm. I did not hear anything, what was happening upstairs. And I felt, literally, it's like I didn't even hear their words, but I felt what my wife and my kids were going through. And then when I went upstairs, I was fully awake by that point. And I think, so. By, because of that, I rationalized, like, what happened to me was not some hallucinogenic, you know, like, I don't know, did, did, did some, you know, mushrooms or something. I literally, and, and you know me, I don't, I mean, I don't drink alcohol. I don't do weed. I don't do anything. Like, I just don't like being under the influence. I mean, to the extreme where I don't even, I stopped drinking coffee and everything years ago. Uh, so, so I'm not one of those people. And where were, I, like, I know I was not under the influence of anything, but yet I literally could feel what my wife and my kids were feeling. And it was this weird feeling that it felt like I was expanding. And then, dude, when I, after that, I started researching and finding out. And then, like I said, that what happens in like with some of these cultures in, in, the, in India or, or in the East believe. And I was like, holy shit, literally the stuff that they're talking about is kind of what I think I experienced. Like, it's like I experienced being one with everything, you know, or my awareness of it was expanding to become like, it was weird. It was a weird thing. And I can't explain it, but I'll tell you. That then opened me, you know, to a whole other, you know, it's like opens a whole other, like, you know, uh, rabbit hole <laughs> and you can go yeah, into that's it. Interesting. That's really interesting. It's, there's certain things like that where you can't really explain it and it's hard to even, especially since that was, it's a feeling, it's hard to really, really to, um, I guess, put it into words almost. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't even like, cause I remember some people who seemed genuinely interested in my story would ask me. Like, okay, but how, did, what did you see? And it's like, I literally had my eyes closed. I didn't, it's not like that I s saw something or I felt it or smelled it. it. had nothing to do with my senses. It was the only thing was like, like the feeling. It's like, I felt like I was literally the chair. I felt, you know, yeah. uh, like I, yeah, to the point where I could feel like the, you, you, you know, like you study about it in school, about how the molecules and atoms and neurons and electrons, how they react. And I literally could feel, I remember, especially when I went into the computer, I could feel the electrons and everything jumping, like the vibration in it. It was just the weirdest thing. It reminds me almost of like the people, there's a lot of people that believe that, um, you ever get like just a feeling like, um, like just a feeling that tells you you should or shouldn't do something and then you go against it and then. I never had that. No. <laughs> You've never had that? No, I'm not no. one of those people. No. I honestly. I heard stories. <clears throat> I get those a lot and I don't know if it's actually like, again, I'm not something that believes this is dude. like, I have some sort of superpower or some shit or like, you know okay, what I mean? But, but like, like what's intuition? In, yeah. Like there's a lot of times in life where a lot of times where something will tell me, okay, you, sh you should do this or you shouldn't do this. 
And a lot of times I, I'll just go with that feeling like my gut instinct, but so whenever I don't, I find bad things happen. And it's, it's kind of similar. Oh, you mean me. like w when you have the feeling like you shouldn't do it, but you go against it? Exactly. Yeah. Well, give me like, an example. It, like what? Yeah. I'm trying to remember like, cause it, honestly it's just something that happens often. So I don't know if I have anything specific um, that I can think of, but like, it's, it's always a thing where it's like, you know, if I'm feeling like I shouldn't go somewhere and then I end up going there anyway, like, yeah, what's going to happen? Even if it's nothing like too crazy, even if it's nothing crazy, like, you know, something bad always happens. Like, okay, you know, what? actually I do remember one was, um, the, the parade we had out here with like the Raptors thing. Mm -hmm. I had told people that I was going to go to it and I was planning to go to it. But then the last minute I'm like, you know what? I really feel like something's going to go down there. Like, I'm just going to stay home. And then, you know, sure enough, there was a shooting. Now, is that just like, you know, me? Like, what do you like, mean? Like on the street? Would say like, huh? There was a shooting like right there on the street where you're going, you're going to go or? Yeah. Really? Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> and it's Speaking like, of that, isn't there going to be Caravana this, this weekend in Toronto? Pretty sure. It's, yeah, it's this weekend, yeah. Yeah. Get ready yeah. for those shootings, right? <laughs> I always hear <laughs> I always hear like, Caravana in Toronto. Oh, and by the way, five people got shot. I'm like, what the <laughs> hell is going on? Yeah, that's the thing. That's what I was about to say. I'm like, I don't, like that might not be the greatest example because <laughs> like, you know, these things always get shot up. Yeah. Like, you know, like these huge events because, you know, the chances are there's going to be a few people that... Like a couple you know, idiots who ruin it for everybody. Idiots in the crowd that are just, yeah. So, I mean, but it's 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 something similar to that. Um, you know, usually like less extreme. Like I'm not saying people, you know, get shot when that happens normally. But, you know, it'll be, it'll, it'll always be, I'll always regret going for one reason or, or another when I go against that. So I just feel like that's kind of something similar to what you're saying. Because you're talking about like... Um, being able to kind of, I guess, feel things that are around you. And I think like intuition is kind of similar to that. Maybe. Yeah. It's, it's weird. Cause you see, I'm, I'm very, my, my mother, my mom, you know, is pretty religious woman. And she, uh, she used to always, uh, you know, try to teach me to be like more, I guess, you know, good Christian boy kind of thing. You know, she grew up again in Krakow in Poland where, uh, John Pope II, you know, he was the, the, the priest there. So she was actually baptized by him before he became a cardinal and then, and then before he became Pope and that stuff. And even when he was Pope, like they had contact with him, used to come visit them, like, like my grandpa, especially anyway. So my mom, you know, because of that, she was obviously affected and she believed in a lot of these, you know, like a lot of the Roman Catholic values. And I was always the, you know, the one who would be like skeptical of everything. And, uh, and I remember like one, one time, I mean, I guess I was old enough, like 10 or something. And my mom would just kind of realize that's it. I'm never going to you know, teach this boy to think. And I remember <laughs> she told me, she said, you're just like the doubtful Thomas. I guess I named you, you know, right. Something like that. She said, you know, from the Bible, because she said, you always, you have to touch Jesus's, I think it was at the hall, right? After Jesus arose, because otherwise you wouldn't even believe that he was crucified. And and yeah, and that's how I, I I was, and I kind of feel like like unless I see scientific kind of un, like something that I can't explain any other way, I'm not gonna believe it. I'm, I have a hard time, and that's the thing with a lot of religions is they're faith based, and I'm exactly. a person that I'm just like you, where I need for me to believe in something. It's even like what we were talking about, like aliens, aliens and stuff like that before. Like like how I said, I kind of like I lean towards I think that there are, but I don't know for sure. 
I'm never going to be that person that's just like heart, like without hard evidence that's going to be like they exist or, you know, ghosts exist or there is like, you know, an afterlife. I don't know. So like I could say what my guesses are, but like you said, I need like concrete evidence before I really say, okay, this is a thing. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like that too, which is weird because then when I had that experience, it kind of almost started me on a path but like I'm still very skeptical and I always double check. And I'll tell you, I've read some stories, you know, of people claiming all kinds of things or that they had experience or they spoke to, I don't know, Buddha, someone, and one of the Buddhas came back and spoke to them. Like, And when I started looking at all these stories, like sooner or later, it turns out like, ah, yeah, it's almost like bullshit. Like there's just, there's nothing to prove other than just, well, I say so kind of thing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um but then it's funny because then, you know, and that's why I don't tell too many people. I mean, I guess well, right now, whoever listens to the podcast, kind of this incident that I had is because I, I totally would, like any person who hears that, I think they should just be like, yeah, Tom is probably full of bullshit, you know, <laughs> like that, that that was just a made up story or, or thing. Because if I heard somebody else tell me that story, I'd be like, yeah, but you, okay, what evidence do you have? And that's the whole point. I don't have any evidence of what happened to me. It was just this weird feeling that went through me. And at the end of the day, though, I guess I don't also don't care about convincing anybody. Believe me if you want to. Don't believe me if you yeah, think. That's how you have to. That's how you have to be with these kind of things. And that's the thing. Like even like for me personally, hearing like this story, it's like I like I'm the same as like how you are. So for me, I do believe that you experienced that and like that you feel like that happened. But for me, like it would have to it would have to happen to me for me to believe it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. It's, but like, but I do believe, you know, did that happen to you? Is there an explanation for what happened? Oh, a yeah. Explanation? Maybe, maybe not. Or maybe, like maybe or you maybe just I, experiencing exactly what you said. Yeah, or maybe I was hallucinating, but, you know, maybe, and I yeah, just... And it was I, a hallucination. The brain I, is a funny thing. It can do weird things that you, you have no idea, right? And, and, and I also, that's what I'm saying. I also, you know, uh, I accept that it could be that I actually experienced what some of these, you know, ancient, like, Eastern philosophies try to teach us. Mm-hmm. Or I just had a hallucination that just happened to align with it. And I just got lucky that, that I kind of, you could see almost guessed what was happening with my wife and my kids at the time. You know what I mean? But I guess that's the only thing that to me at least makes me kind of go, but how, how would I know this? Like, it was just weird because that's not something that happens in our house all the time. It's like really rare that like my wife get, you know what I mean? That, yeah, otherwise, that's exactly how I would deal with the situation too. It's just funny because like most people, like when something happens, they would just believe right into it. But you're like how I am, where you're still going to question, like, well, yeah. even though it happened, I'm going to still, you know. But I do, still- rem- I do remember after that. Like I said, I went on a quest looking for that video, trying to find that thing, and then I, when I couldn't, I started looking at all these other like meditation techniques and all this stuff because it kind of felt like I was going into a meditation with this breathing and this. And- and I could never find anything that had any kind of effect like that on me. And it's just weird. It's just, it's a very I'll weird. Explain moments. I had something like, well, not like that, but I had my own unexplained moment that, um, unlike the one that I said earlier with the sleep paralysis, this one was harder for me to like reconcile because it just, it was really weird. And it was a time like I was like a kid, maybe like, um, maybe like eight or nine years old or something. And a lot of times me and my sister would, um, like have like, like, uh, I, I, you wouldn't call it a slumber party or whatever. It's just like, I would like go just like sleep on her floor and we just crack jokes and like talk shit and whatever. And, um, we were doing that one night. We were really loud. It was really late. <clears throat> My mom came in the room and she was basically telling us to go to bed. 
So we pretend like we were going to, and then as soon as she left, we started doing the exact same thing, just making jokes, being, you know, loud and whatever. And then out of nowhere, I hear this voice from in the middle of the room and it was just like, go to bed. And it was in the middle of the room, like, and I heard it and I looked over my sister's face and she looked freaked out. So I'm like, okay, she heard that too. (laughs) And that's one of those things where I'm just like, I have no idea how to explain that because it's like the, we both heard it. It's, it was very clearly like a male's voice. My dad was not in the house. My mom had already left and I don't think she could have mimicked the voice that we heard. Plus it came from like within the room and we both heard it. And that was the thing where I was just like, okay, this, this is something that would be, you know, a little bit harder to explain just because it happened to two people. If I was by myself, then I would probably be like, okay, maybe I'm just hearing things. Yeah. But she heard the exact same thing I heard. Wow. So that was, I think that's the only, you know, um, experience I had that for me, I just really can't explain at all. And you've tried, like you were trying to rationalize it and, and how? Well, yeah, like when I looked, like I figured at first it was just me, but when I saw like the way she was looking, I'm like, okay, she heard the exact same thing. I'm like, did you hear that? And she's like, yeah, like someone saying go to bed. I'm like, yeah, so you heard it too. And at first we were, even though, like I said, it didn't sound anything like what my mom would, you know, sound like. We did make sure, and she wasn't the type of person that would just, um, like, if she did play a joke like that, she would always tell us after, because she, like, anytime anything like that has happened, and she has played, like, a joke, eventually she would come around to it, but that was something, like, for years, we talked about it, and she's just like, I'm telling you, that wasn't, she, like what you said, um, with how your wife is, um, where she'll, like, kind of just, like, believe, um, like, certain stories like that, like, my mom was very much like that, especially when it came to, um, uh, like religious type stuff and her father had just passed. So she personally believed that it was her father, like playing his own game from like the afterlife on us. But, you know, I don't know. Um, changing topics a little bit. Um, I guess, well, not, I mean, still staying within the topic, but there was a story my grandpa told me once, which was uh, back in the day, like in the, I don't know, in the 19, what is it, 50s or something in Poland, uh, very backwards at the time. It was in like 1950s in, in North America. And he would live in that little small town. And basically he said that, uh, you know, they used to like, as young young guys used to just kind of, you know, uh, just pray different pranks, do all kinds of crazy stuff. And he said, right. uh, he, he uh, what's it called, was it? He got, uh, you know, they got drunk once. They were like hanging out, I think, at his buddy's farm, like his buddy's parents' farm at the barn, you know, sneaking in liquor and this and that. And and then they all got this idea like, oh, you know, let's go, let's go hit the town. And it was like middle of the week, nothing was happening. But like, there's these, you know, couple of girls that lived there in the, in the center of town. Oh, let's go there, let's go. And they lived in the outskirts of, of town, like where the, all the farms were. Let's right. go, you know, let's, let's, you know, throw some rocks or whatever, wake up these girls, you know, and, and thing, right? Let's just, you know, be guys, pick on some girls. And then he said that, but they he, just like you know, he, he, one body got so drunk he literally couldn't get up. The other guys also like started vomiting or something. He's like, oh, I don't know. Finally, basically, my grandpa said it was just up to him, and he's like, oh fuck, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go and, and ask this girl out, whatever that they were all like fantasizing about. So he gets thing and he gets out of the bar and starts walking down this the, the, the street towards the town, 
and it's getting dark already it's kind of dusk and then he sees uh this guy that they would always see you know kind of a neighbor free the houses down and he's just sitting uh, on the side of the road and he goes like oh what are you doing here right it's like so, why are you just sitting by yourself and he goes ah oh, you know uh, uh, my my grandpa's name was uh, Vladek he goes Vladek Vladek ah you kids you 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 think you don't know what's uh, what you still have you know left in front you know ahead of you just wasting your life away he goes ah yeah yeah okay whatever he goes what are you doing up here you know just, just why don't you go home he goes no i i can't go back home but you should go home he goes what why yeah you should go you shouldn't be heading to town now it's it's getting dark and it's very not safe and he's like what no no, no i want to go he goes no i'm telling you you really don't want to go you should be heading back home and my grandpa said that he just kind of had this weird feeling he's like oh, okay and he kept on walking walking a little bit still but he kept on thinking what the guy told him and then finally he stops he's like shit okay maybe maybe i don't know it just feels weird and then he started looking around it's like getting dark it's you know he's by himself and then he's like ah fuck it maybe i'll just you know head back home whatever i'll, I'll go holler at those girls some other time and he turns around the guy's gone and he's like okay and he just heads off right back up the street you know to his house gets there in the morning he wakes up and he tells his parents he goes you know wow i saw this you know our neighbor right but he's like you know lives a you know, all these few few farms down the road but he's just sitting there he kind of seemed kind of odd by himself and this and that and he's thinking and then they're like what do you mean who was it right and he said kajima she goes no didn't you hear he goes what yeah there was a flood yesterday and, and his house got flooded and a few others and he drowned and he's like, what? He goes, yeah, it was, we were looking for you guys. We were worried. Where the hell were you? And my grandpa, you know, was getting drunk. And, uh, and, his, and he's like, what do you mean? He goes, yeah, he, he drowned yesterday. He died. And he, my grandpa said it was just like the weirdest feeling. So what was he warning him about then? What was... The, the basically, if he was going to go, he's probably going to drown. Because it was like the, the river overflowed in their, their town. This is back in the day in Poland. They didn't do dams or nothing. So when the, after the winter, the rivers would just, over, you know, flood every so on. And... It just flooded the whole, like you, you go down the road towards the town. Oh, and okay, okay, okay. Flooded, so and yeah, this guy didn't think. Now, do I believe that story? Well, my grandpa was full of shit a lot of times, so, <laughs> so I don't know if I believe it. <laughs> he used to tell a good stories sometimes. <laughs> yeah, so you know, I mean, like he told me this other story, which. Like, okay, so, when you, <laughs> so again, yeah, I, when you I, he used to be full of shit. Was he just like trying to trick you and like trying to be funny or was he trying to really pass off like this my, story like this my grandpa would he was weird he would sometimes tell these stories like he was the one who knew you know the the pope or who you know kajima uh, or carol right it was his name who became john pope the second so he knew him and he would tell me stories about the vatican what he saw in there and all that stuff but um because he got invited to the vatican actually but um uh, so he would tell me stories like that, and then every so on he would tell me stories. That then afterwards I was like, "Really? Is that true?" And then he's like, "Don't believe everything you hear." I'm like, "Yeah, but you told me the story, you know, like when I was a kid." And then when I was older, and then he's like, "Don't believe everything That's you hear." Funny. So I'm like, "I don't know," but he he liked to tell stories. But I remember this one. He said he was also it was uh, like in his town. They were all hanging out with his buddies. And they started doing kind of like truth or dare kind of thing. And they were just daring each other, you know. And one guy got dared that because uh, everybody thought he was like the chicken shit. He's scared of everything. So they said, he's like, no, no, I'm not. They're like, all right, do you want to prove it? Or the only way you can prove it? And somebody came up with this challenge. That he has to go at midnight to the, uh, the, the cemetery 
and that you know they were because they were digging a hole for I guess another person whatever that passed away and then you had to go and thing uh, into the, the the grave so they all went you know it was close to midnight they all thing you know it was, it was kind of everybody's by this point a little like the atmosphere he said was a little thing everybody's quiet but they're all still cracking jokes and then you know they they get there and they they see sure enough there's this big hole dug you know they're getting ready to bury somebody so they're like all right j- jump in jump in and you gotta stay there and then once the midnight clock thinks then you can jump out and thing right but you gotta stay there till midnight oh, okay okay and he jumps in and they all start you know just just ditch them just like start running away from there and he and this is like you know i guess they i guess when they dig those holes for the 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 coffins it's not not that easy to get out of it because so he, he was like no. cr- t- trying to close feet in the ground yeah yeah and he said that they heard him they they heard him ah, help me help me it's like like first it was just like i can't get out i can't get out i'm sleeping and then help me help me ah. like he just started screaming and then it just went silent and they all just thought was the freakiest thing and then like he said right like right at that time it was like they checked their watches and sure enough it's midnight so they're all like fuck him <laughs> they ditched him and then the guy had died of a heart attack. He told me he's like he's like yeah, oh, the shit. kid died of a heart attack. Then they found him the next day, uh, in the hall, and they found that uh, his jacket got cut on like a root or some something was sticking out like one of the roots, underground, and it looked like he was probably trying to get away, but it was pulling on him, and because they heard him screaming, he got me, they got or they got me, something like that, and he oh, probably. Grabbed him. So he thought something's grabbing him because because imagine the, his bodies with the flashlight ran away. So he's in pitch black in this hall in the in the middle of fucking cemetery, and it's like midnight. And then oh. and he was already a scared guy. And basically he died of a heart attack. That's a shitty way to go. That's <laughs> yeah, a shitty. Yeah. I mean he he went out screaming. I just put it that way. <laughs> so you know, necess- not necessarily that there was a ghost, but he I guess he probably thought till the day you know till the moment he died that there was a ghost pulling on him, right? Wow. So yeah, yeah, yeah. That's thing. That was a lot of. My grandpa That's told me this cool. other story. I don't know if you want to hear it. A little bit longer. <laughs> what time do we have? No, no, go yeah? for it. All right, okay. I'll tell you. I'll try to make it do a summarized version of it. Anyways, there was a couple um, that my grandpa said he heard about. He didn't know them personally, but uh, they, you know, young couple. They got married and they were, you know, trying to save up. Have you know, have this whole dream of like we're gonna have our own little house. We're gonna buy, raise kids, and all that stuff. And uh, sure enough, you know, the, uh, she gets pregnant and, you know, very quickly, you know, they were living with uh, with his parents. But she's like, well, no, you know, it's time time for us to move out. Like, I, we can't have the kids here now and everybody on the, and we're living in a two-bedroom apartment with your parents. Let's get out. So they started looking in the, anything, everything in the price range they just couldn't find, right? Until finally somebody said, well, the, like, the next village over, there's like this house over there, right? It's been on the market for a while, looks like it. And probably get a good price so they go you know sure enough they see this this house needs a little bit of work and stuff but otherwise nice house nice big property and and it's kind of like i said it's outside of the the all the cities right in this little like on the countryside uh but still close enough where he can like drive to work i guess and thing and so they you know ask and then the owners are like oh yeah yeah sure you can buy it you know and they're like, oh, okay, what's the price? And they're like, well, what, what are you looking to pay? And they, they tell them the price, and they're like, yep, that's that's good. And they're like, oh, oh, wow, okay. And they're like, well, we can afford this house. So they're excited. They buy this house, and sure enough, they move in. So you know, his pregnant wife, this guy, move in, and 
everything's cool. And then uh, he had this work where he had to, he was like a delegate for, for a thing like the, 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 the communist party was in Poland um, when it was communist still. So he would travel a lot. So he goes right. and he's like, oh, okay, I'm going to be gone this weekend and then I'm, I'm going to be back. Right. Okay. And she, he goes and then, you know, she goes to sleep, this and that, everything's good. And suddenly in the middle of the night, she starts hearing. And she's like, okay. She's like, How's the sound, right? So she wakes up and then she starts she's like, okay, is somebody home? Right? And then and then it starts speeding up. And she's like, okay, what the hell are these sounds? You know, so she's she's thinking and you know, this thumping and this and that and and she hears it that it's downstairs. Something what the fuck is going on downstairs? She looks out the window. What is it like sound like something's walking? Yeah, yeah, like like just okay. like something could look like hitting the the, the wood or something, okay. and and she's you know you start like she's hearing all these sounds, and bang bang clink 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 and you know and she's like what the hell what the hell and she's like I'm not imagining this and she looks out the window there's her husband's not back there's nothing she's like what the fuck right, so right. she just spends the rest of the night like just holding her blanket and she's like what the fuck what the fuck. And then you know, next day it comes. She get she you know runs downstairs and she just sees like this like a mess in the hallway. And she's like, I don't even want to look. She just goes right for the front door, escapes, and basically runs to the closest town. Right, says you know I, I need help. I need help. Doesn't matter what happened. I'm home by myself. I can't I can't spend another night. My husband's not back till tomorrow. And somebody's like, what? Where are you? You know, it's like I'm new. I'm new into here. I have, we just moved in. Oh, you're that crazy couple about that haunted house. And she's like, what? It's like, yeah, the house that nobody wanted to buy. She's like, what did you say? It's like, yeah, that, that it's haunted. She goes, yeah, you, it's haunted? He goes, yeah. It's like, what the fuck? What do you mean it's haunted? Yeah, there was this horrific murder and this and that. And it was like during World War II, the Germans came and they took all these people there and they just shot them up in that house. And she's like, what the fuck? <laughs> no. So wow. she's like, I'm not going back. Disclose some, I thought you'd have to disclose some shit like that. No, no. And so then, and then so she says she spends the night with like the, the, the people there in the town. Somebody takes her in. They see, you know, this poor girl pregnant and stuff. And then uh, her husband comes the next day and he's like, where the hell is she? And then finally finds her into town and she's like, I'm not going back to the house. He's like, what do you mean? Yeah, that house is haunted, right? And she goes, what? You're crazy. No. And he goes, don't worry, whatever. And I'm back. Let's go. We, we slept already. Thing. It was fine. Okay. So sure enough, you know, whatever. She, she finally gets convinced and she can't sleep the first night. She's terrified and she's just listening the whole night, listening, listening. She doesn't hear anything. Her husband's just snoring the whole thing. And then, uh, whatever. And then the night, next day, and then that thing. And finally, a week passes by, or two, three weeks, whatever. Everybody forgets about it, right? And then, sure enough, you know, the, uh, another time, her husband is also, again, he keeps on traveling and stuff. And he's gone another night. And then, yet again, she's by herself. And she hears, doo, doo, doo. she wakes up. And she's like, what the fuck? The same sounds. Boo. Like somebody's opening doors or this and that, like saying, and then it gets louder. And she's like, okay, I can't fucking take this. So she literally, like, you know, by this point, big belly, you know, last time she's like climbing out through the window. And then she just, in the middle of the night, she runs to the town. She's like, I can't sleep in that house, not anymore. Her husband comes back, the same story. He tells her, you're fucking crazy. You're imagining things, baby. We bought this beautiful house. Don't worry. It's gonna No, I don't want to be in this house. I'm never, never coming back. He's like, trust me, there's nothing. you know. And he 
tells her, you know, I'm going to go. So she's like, well, you go by yourself. He goes to her. Sure enough, nothing happens. So he, after the second day, third, third day, he begs her. Finally, she comes back and he's like, look, there's nothing happening. Right. And she's like, okay. But it's like, and, and she, but he went, oh yeah. But when she comes back, he tells her just like, I don't know, somebody, maybe an animal got in because there were things like, you know, moved around in the kitchen. She's like, okay. <laughs> so she, he's, he's like, probably an animal got in and, you know, and that's why you got all scared. And right. and anyway, so uh, <laughs> it goes on, and then uh, what's it called? N- another another time, he has to travel for work, and she's like, "No fucking way, you're going. <laughs> no thing, I'm not staying." And he's like, "Okay, okay, whatever. Let's get somebody to stay with you." And they're like, "Thing, nobody's thing." Finally, he calls his uh, thing, uh, his father, right? and he's like, "Dad, can you stay, you know, with my wife? Just stay with her because she's scared. She says she's hearing things, all the stuff, and then thing, right?" And, and uh, the father's like. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah. I guess I can, I can stay, right? So they go there, and she's like, "No, no, I don't feel. You know, your father's older. I don't feel things." So the father is like, "Okay, well, you know what? Let's let's call the thing. The the priest. Let's have him come tonight. He's gonna bless the house. You know, if there's any ghosts, I will just release them." And he's just not taking it seriously and all that stuff. And you know, the the priest comes, and they're all like chit chatting. You know, eating something. You know, little snacks, having a coffee or whatever, tea at night whatever it was that people did back in the 1950s Poland. <laughs> and then they're hanging out and this and that, and everything seems to be okay. And then, you know, they start talking about like, so well, what, what, what was it that you heard? Because, you know, even the priest is like, I heard that everybody's saying this house is haunted, right? And he's mm-hmm. like, oh my God, even you know, knew about this? Like, it's like, well, yeah, everybody knew about this. That's why nobody wanted to stay here, right? And he, go, he goes, ah, it's probably just, you know, how it is, people's imagination. Uh, and while they're talking, sure enough, they start hearing the sounds bang bang <laughs> and it just comes down down the hallway and she's all you know everybody's like what the hell so then they, you know they tell the, the priest they're like father just go in there and bless bless the thing and the priest is like ah uh, uh, sure yeah i'm gonna go yeah yeah sure and he starts taking a few steps and they're all just hiding down the thing the the the, the little room that they were down the hallway and they're like you know, the sounds are coming from the kitchen, right? Just go, Father, just go, go, go there, you know, just face the ghost, tell them to leave. That's a job. Yeah, and that's sure enough, like, after, like, a few seconds, the priest is just jets it out the front door. He's like, ah! And they're like, what the fuck? So she's like, okay, I'm out of here. And then finally the father is like, his father is like, okay, wait, wait, okay? There's got to be a rational explanation for this, don't worry. So he grabs a big stick that he had, and he goes, he's like, well, why do you need a stick if it's irrational? He goes, don't worry, just in case. You know, probably some animal got in there. And then he goes in, she's just freaking out, it gets louder and louder, and suddenly, you know, the, he, the father's walking, walking, and he's, she just peeks over, he makes his way to the kitchen. By this point, she sees that the kitchen doors are shaking and banging, and he just opens the door and bursts in there with that stick, and then it's just, you know, quiet. She doesn't hear him. She just hears the banging, 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 banging. And then suddenly he starts screaming, hey, she's like, what? Oh, my God. So she's about to run. And he goes, come here. I want to show you something. She's like, what? What are you talking about? He goes, come, come. He's like, no, I'm not, I don't want to go in there. He's like, no, there's no ghost. Come, uh, come. You got to see this. And she's like, what the fuck are you talking about here? So she finally is like, you know, doesn't want a thing. But he comes out, grabs her. He's like, come, trust me. There's no ghost. But I want to show you something. He takes her into the, the kitchen and she says, literally, the paintings are crooked and things are falling off the shelves and, like, the, the cabinets are still shaking. 
and he, this guy grabs this, this. He has a stick that he like grabs it like these two. I don't know, like these two branches of the stick, and the stick starts yeah. shaking. And he's like walking. And he goes, "You got a a, a, a spring, a, a, like a life well, right under the freaking house. Some idiot built a house right on top of this. But good news, you you, you don't have to dig for a well, for a well. You're gonna have l plenty of you know spring clear water, or whatever in your house. It is. And then she's like, "What?" Because yeah, yeah, you know, every time the full moon comes around or something, every time of the month, the what happens is that the water in the in the spring, I guess the pressure builds up, and that causes the whole thing to shake. And because the kitchens build right on top of it, it shakes the walls, shakes the things, and thing, and it happens every month. And she's like, "What?" And then, sure enough, the husband comes back. They tell him. And they literally end up like building like a like a well underneath the house so they can pump all this water, and they end up actually selling the water to a bottle company and they make like millions of dollars or whatever it was that they made back wow. in the day. I see you going and, there. Yeah, and everything ended well. So ending, yeah, literally <laughs> ended well. Yeah. So, <laughs> so again, was it true or was it one of the bullshit stories of my grandpa? I don't know, but I'll tell you, I wouldn't be surprised if ninety nine. 0.9% of these ghost stories are just nothing more but just <laughs> things that people make up in their mind while in reality something physical is happening you know what I mean it's like the, the stairs exactly. settling in my house yeah exactly there's usually usually there's a an explanation for everything especially yeah. like most ghost stories like there's I mean like I said it's very rare where unless multiple people experience it at once then it's very rare where you can't really explain it yeah so yeah, I don't know. You got any stories? <laughs> I think those are all the ones I can think off the top of my head for me. Um, I don't get too many paranormal activities around around my like. To be honest, like I I almost wish I would see some crazy shit just because then I would know for sure if it exists or not. Okay, but I, like I was asking you before, then so do you believe that maybe there is something this underlying intelligence or you know like like you were basically that there's more to you than just this physical body that you have, that there's something more. And then when you die, you it's still going to exist that maybe not you as a person, but that consciousness, I don't know that. Um, <clears throat> Cause if you believe in that, then, then you got to believe that there's I something. Think more, I think there's, is, I think it's very likely. I think it's more, I think it's more likely than not that there's something beyond this. Like, you remember I told you, I think once, one of the podcasts here we were talking, and I was talking about this guy, he's like a mystic from India, and he's like one of the very few people that I can listen to where he just makes sense, like when he talks to Sadhguru. I don't and remember the name. I, I think I, think, I, I, think I was, remember I was talking about Will Smith, that he like went, traveled yeah, to India. Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay, so that's who he, okay, okay. And I think Will Smith did an interview with him once, something like that. Anyways, then, he has a book. It's called, hold on, let me look it up really quickly. I think it's, uh, oh yeah, it's called uh, Death, an Inside Story. And then the, the subtitle is called A Book for All of Those That Shall Die. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very cool book. I, I actually got it and I read it. And it was good. It's very good. It explains a lot of things now. I'll tell you this, the book starts off very scientifically because he teaches this whole inner engineering, which he says is a, one of the, the ancient sciences, but he, he calls it. Um, and I got interested about him because of all this. Like I said, what happened to me, I started looking into like meditations, and all these things. 
What's interesting is how he kind of breaks down everything and kind of makes it, he doesn't make it like he, so it's no longer like this, oh my God, big mystical, whatever, big deal. He just kind of tells you straightforward, this is how it is. Mm-hmm. Now I'll tell you that book, you know, without ruining the book. So it's, it's a very interesting book, entertaining, a lot of cool stories in it. Mm-hmm. Now towards the end, the book really, and he kind of does warn you, he says, this is stuff that can't be proven, will never be proven because it's beyond the realm of the physical. But it's kind of based already on what I've been talking about, all that stuff. And he gives you some of these stories that kind of make you go, all right. And at the end of the day, you just kind of go, well, I either believe it or I just think it's all bullshit. But, you know, or maybe it's just a story just to kind of try to teach us a lesson, like a parable or something. But but it's things. So the way he talks about it, though, I I like it how in in a nutshell he, he says this. He says... We're all all of life form is starts off as a non-material, and then this material world that we see is nothing more than like a, you could say, um, like a, like a simulation that we're living in. Like all of life forms are living through, so it feels very real to us, just like a dream can feel very real. But it's in, in reality, this life is not not fi- as physical as we think. But uh, what's interesting is he says that whenever somebody dies. And there's different things that can happen to people or the soul, as you would believe it, or whatever, or this underlying intelligence, um, depending on how the person died and all this stuff. And whether that's true or not, again, maybe it's just complete bullshit or maybe he's just telling these stories to teach people something. But the interesting thing he said is, he said this, he said, leave the world of the dead, you know, or of the ghosts to the ghosts and to the dead. You worry about life. (laughs) He says, because if you really want to find out about what happens in afterlife, you can go right away. <laughs> you can take a very quick thing. There's lots of ways to go and end it, and you can go see for yourself. But he said, otherwise, all it's just going to be is just stories. But he says, right. but he says, but without a doubt, there's. Uh, and he says, most stories that people claim that they've seen or heard things are bullshit. But he says there are. Uh, he calls them how is it? He doesn't call them the ghosts. He calls them all the disembodied beings. Mm-hmm. So he says that they're literally just beings, but they've just shed their physical body. And he says, and since they're disembodied, all it means is that they cannot do anything to you. So these stories where people would say the ghost grabbed them or chased them or killed somebody, these are mm-hmm. all just little stories because he says the disembodied beings are everywhere around us and they don't even know where they are most of the time because depending on how conscious, I guess, the person was when they passed away, uh, they might not even know what's happening to them. But he said... They're living in all, their own little dream, their own little reality, he's saying. Right. But they're disembodied and they're, they, they cannot do anything to you. And he said, there's certain disembodied beings that have such strong life force within them. And he says, especially people who like died way before their, I guess their, their he calls it, I think the prana, which is mm-hmm. like the life force that keeps your physical body going. He says, if you die, let's say of a disease or an accident very early on before you've used up all your life force, then those disembodied beings can sometimes almost appear, especially to certain people, like they can see them or sense them. But he said, but that's all. They cannot do anything to you. They cannot hurt you. So he said, you do not have to be scared of this or, you know. They they don't like throw you across rooms like they do in the movies. No, exactly. So he says that there's nothing like that that you have to be worried about and all the stuff. And And he said, and if you don't believe it, then don't worry about it because they won't ever touch you. But when you die, when you're dead, then you know he says, and you're conscious enough when you die, then then you'll be you'll you'll see basically what this whole life, whatever after death is, kind of thing. So it's very interesting. But it, the book has a lot of interesting stories and a lot of, like I guess, a very entertaining book. But this That's is just like, yeah, this is just one sort of gist of it, and I think. 
I, I found that interesting. I remember also, like I, I, you know, like I told you that experience I had, and I was watching this video of a guy who says he was channeling something, mm-hmm. and then I followed instructions. Well, I, I remember afterwards I watched a bunch of these people who claimed they were like channeling ghosts or even aliens. There was one guy. And a lot of it is just like, I mean, just ridiculous to the point where you want to like burst out laughing, right? <laughs> well, that's the thing. A lot of the, a lot of these people are scam artists. So it's hard yeah. to f- find the real from the fake because so, of that. So speaking of scam artists, so there was a, <laughs> a guy, well, a TV show that my wife was watching called The Hollywood Medium. Uh, have you heard about it? It's with this guy, no. uh, Tyler Henry is his name never heard of him he's a he's a young guy yeah yeah young like i think he's or when he started i think he was like a teenager mm-hmm. and he claims i think that him or his mom noticed that when he was already like five or six years old that he could like sense dead people or ghosts and i was like yeah whatever my wife's like no no but watch this with me i'm like ah whatever it's this and he basically he lives in hollywood and he does like readings with different people. Like I think the first episode my wife showed me was like Kim Kardashian or one of the Kardashians. And I was like, oh my God, this is going to be, this is going to be really, oh, okay. So, and, and I thought oh, this is going to be really stupid. Well, mm-hmm. it kind of pulled, let's just say the show is very well produced, but I didn't believe it, right? I was like, eh, you know, the guy has, does a good talk and all that stuff, but I think yeah. he just think, even though he brought up some things with every celebrity that I watched, he brought some things that I was like, Oh man, that would be a little hard to know. And this, but then I'm like, unless the celebrity's in on it, and you know they're in a TV well, show, yeah, never know that. And exactly. But then the weird thing was, I remember my wife showed me this episode with. Um, you remember that singer? I think Alan. What was it Alan Thick? Yeah, I remember him. Yeah. Well, he was a Canadian actor, right? Alan Thick. But his son is a singer, right? Yeah, uh, you're talking the, about um. I forget his name. He he had that. Yeah, uh, Alan Thicke was the dad. Was the dad. Yeah, and then he did that song with. I remember with Pharrell. Yeah, exactly. He had had that big famous song. Anyway, so his father, Alan Thicke, he he used to live in L.A. I guess. Um, you know, one of those uh, Canadian traders that moved down to Hollywood. <laughs> uh, but anyways, he he was on that show and. This kid, uh, Tyler Perry, uh, basically started, uh, Tyler Henry, sorry, started talking to him and he's being just interviewed and this and that and he says something about, you had some relatives in your family that, that uh, died because he starts like, I, I sent somebody, I think, I think it's because the kid is, is interesting too, like the more you watch it that he never gets into a lot of specifics and he says, it's not like I can see or hear somebody, it's just I get this feeling and it kind of started reminding me of what I went through. He goes, like mm-hmm. this feeling in like this, he says, the ether around. And it's sort of like, and it's based on the vibrations that you yourself or, or certain objects people would give him that give out. And he says, in your family history, you've, you've had, you know, a lot of uh, untimely deaths, like people who died, you know, really young. And then he goes, I guess he goes, he goes but it only happens to males. And then he goes like, you know, the, and the, you can watch the episode. It's like, I think on YouTube, probably people uploaded it. So with mm-hmm. Alan, Alan Thick, and he goes like, yeah, yeah, you know, something like that. Like, yeah, he confirms. And then he basically says, I'm getting like a sense. I think um, like, like a warning, like, like maybe your relatives are saying you got to go check yourself out. Go check yourself mm-hmm. out for your heart. You, you have thing. And he goes, no, I just had like a physical done. I'm totally fine. My heart is, is fine. He goes, no, they're saying that there's like a, reoccurring problem in your family you gotta check your heart check your heart out because if something's not right 
And it, literally, this guy, like I said, he's a famous actor. You know, he goes, no, no, I'm not going to, you know, the Alan goes like, I'm, whatever, you know. <laughs> it almost looked like he was throughout this whole process of this whole interview, this kid. He starts, like, not believing this kid. And goes, he finally, mm-hmm. I think he kind of pretty much, like, let, told him, like, kind of, like, you know, let him know, like, okay, lay off of this kid. Like, there's nothing going on. He's right. like, no, I'm totally fine. I'm totally healthy. His wife is with him, and then his wife is even like, oh, well, maybe you should go check. He goes, no, I'm totally fine. <laughs> like, I feel fine. Isn't that? The guy right. dies like a month later of a heart attack. You say, oh, you say he died of a heart attack. Yeah, the actor died. You can check oh. it out. Nobody wow. knew this was going to happen, and this kid was like proshing on it. That's and crazy. The, when I watched that, I was like, what the fuck? And then I remember he did a follow-up reading with his wife, his wife, by this point, is like, Tyler, I believe you. That's why I wanted, you know, him. But he, I, I broke, she says, like, because I, I am the one who invited you. Because my husband, I know he never believed in it, this and that. But, you know, this was thing. And, I, you know, and he just didn't believe it. He just didn't. And all of a sudden, he just had a freak thing. It turns out he had, like, a generic, hereditary, genere, whatever, genetic problem with his heart. And I was like, what the fuck? That's so, crazy. So after watching that, I kind of started thinking maybe that, I mean, either that kid got really lucky, but then what's the chance that he would go on television, keep on telling this guy about his heart to the point where the actor was kind of like annoyed, and then, bam, the guy dies. And I'm like, that, you know, so, so that's when I was like a little bit like, even though I don't quite believe in this Tyler Henry guy, I kind of was like, I don't know, maybe. That's tough to explain, yeah, because that's tough to explain away. So, yeah, wow, that's crazy. So did you have any, because you said you sometimes would get this hunch, do you have any, like, then things where it's almost like you can foretell the future? Nothing like that, no. I just, yeah, for me, it was more just, like, intuition, just, like, you know, you should or shouldn't do this, but nothing, like, where I feel like I know what's going to happen. So you don't know the details, you just know like, okay, something's not right kind of thing. Yeah, it's just, yeah, exactly. It's more just like a feeling like, okay, something, it feels like something bad is going to happen, you should probably stay home, that type of thing. But nothing, never anything like where I'm like, okay, I feel like this specific thing is going to happen for sure. But why do you think that is? You think it's possible? I don't know, like you're, you know, like, like what is it? I think it's, it's like, hard to tell. And again, some, I feel like something like that. Some also, people believe in like their guardian angels warning them. You believe it's something like that or some ghost warning you? Well, see, that's the thing. Like, I, I don't know. I don't know what it is, but I, I feel like some people think like what you said, where they think it's like something beyond what we can understand. Like it's like an into like our actual intuition, or it could just be from my life experiences. Maybe, you know, maybe I, even if I'm not remembering certain experiences, maybe, um, you know, certain scenarios, you know, bring up thoughts of me. I don't know, like maybe bad experiences that I'm not remembering is is actually what's triggering me not like thinking I shouldn't go to these certain events or oh, okay. do certain like like it's like so you're saying you think it's your mind that's drawing conclusions of what could possibly happen, kind of thing? exactly because you know just from when you live life, you get certain experiences of like you know certain people or certain situations or certain things and you know you you live and you learn right so it could just be you know it could just be that as well but i don't i don't really know interesting my my wife has this thing where she's she also doesn't know details but Mm -hmm. she'll have like a feeling sometimes and it happened multiple times already like and since you know before i met her but you know she told me but since i met her too where she would sometimes be like 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 she feels like oh like somebody's you know in danger or something thing and then sure enough she finds like oh her friend or somebody passed away and it's like oh shit 
or or like there was a case where yeah i think she had like a dream or something she woke up like somebody's getting grabbed and like her friend or something and then she calls and it then literally just happened like just happened and her friend's like yeah you know we got high like whatever you know carjacked and this and that and, and like in ecuador and like way way you know like not even close to where we are here but she would just call them and be like what, what do you mean yeah and it's just like weird like when they happened like over and over a few times i i told my own like it's like you have this weird psychic kind of thing it's just she doesn't I- I have an aunt who's similar to that, to what you just explained, which is different from what I was talking about. So yeah, I was more talking about just like a, like a feeling I would get for certain things, or like a little bit of intuition, but like nothing crazy. But from what like you're talking about, I did have an aunt who she had like a, something similar to that where, um, as an example, before my mom's father passed, um, she just had like a, like, uh, I, I don't know if it was a feeling or what, but she was trying to convince my mom to um, basically come back to Barbados to visit my grandfather. And she was like pressing for it m- more than she normally does. And so my mom was like, you know what? Okay. You know, I'm just going to come visit you guys and, you know, like uh, stay for a few weeks or whatever. And my granddad ended up passing away like not long after. And if she hadn't gone, oh, then she would have missed out on that. So, yeah, it's weird. Did she ever explain why she had that feeling? No, it's just something that she, like, it's happened with her before, like, similar things like that. So it's just something like what you said, how, like, your wife would just get these, like, feelings of either something's going to happen or, um, you know, like, it's, it's nothing, like, specific that I know of. I've never really actually, like, asked her, you know, exactly what it is that goes through her mind when, when it happens. Um, but yeah, it's, 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 it's similar to what you were saying. Mm-hmm. A lot of weird things. I mean, there was a story my mom told me to once where it was something, she was a, a small girl and, uh, and, uh, she lost something. I think she was playing with, with a kid and then, or it's, the kid took like a toy from, I think it was a ball. And then basically something happened, the kid moved away. And then later on, my mom like really wanted it. And she thinks she had a dream that this boy was, uh, you know, t- telling her in her dream, like, oh, I, I put your ball here. Like, I hid it away. Like, whatever. So-and-so place, like, you go to this, the, 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 the top floor in our apartment building, and you'll see this little closet there. And then it's thing. And my mom said that she literally was a dream to her. So she just had a dream that she saw the kid. So she next day, she woke up, she goes, and then she said she came down. She was so proud. She showed her mom. She's like, look, mom, I found the toy, right? Like, oh, my God, all this time, you know, think, well, how'd you find it? She goes, you know, my, my friend told me, right? He goes, what do you mean your friend told me? And she goes, yeah, it was uh, in, you know, in my sleep. And my mom said that only years later she found out that that friend, it was an accident. And my, her mom didn't, my grandma didn't want to tell her. He d- died. That, oh, that really? little boy died. Yeah. So when they told her that he moved away, it was gone. It was actually because he died. And they, they never wanted to tell her. And then she had a dream. And he literally told her where the thing. So I, and I was thinking, well, I mean, it could have just been that she had a dream and just coincidence it happened to be right there. Mm-hmm. Or maybe he really did die and he really felt like how strong my mom was, felt about that toy. And mm-hmm. he literally like connected with her on her dream and told her. I mean, it's just, again, you can explain it so, so many different ways, but. Yeah, that's the thing. Because that's like what you were saying, like similar to like what your wife has, my aunt, like yeah. where it's like, they have these 
either feelings or intuitions of things that are going to happen. Um, they trust it and they, you know, they act on it and then it happens and you're like, okay, well, was this a coincidence or is this like a thing that like an ability, you know what I mean? Yeah. So what do you think? Do you think it's an ability or do you think it's more of a coincidence? I think you got to go on a case by case, you know, kind of basis and just, like I said, like I think in you some think it's a possibility that it's a, an ability. Yeah, I I think it's kind of like 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 in, in like you know that guy Sadhguru he said in his book like there's a lot of stories out there majority like yeah, I think it's probably like ninety nine percent of these stories that are just complete BS you know like I said those stories my grandpa told me maybe they're really cool stories but maybe they're completely BS you know um, I have no way of checking it anyways but um uh, but every so on you know there's like things like 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 for example like that you know the Hollywood medium guy that, that who predicted the guy's death like i mean there's always a chance he could have been but it's like why is it out of all these people he spoke to and all these celebrities he never told anybody like that he ne almost never foretells people he just tells them little things that he finds out about the, the their family's past or whatever and sometimes like they you know I, w I was like well they're probably in on it they're just acting like they didn't know this and then they whatever but in this case he was literally telling him like like I'm got this feeling like you should like they're telling you or do you should just check this because something within your your family there's thing and then the guy dies of heart heart attack and he claimed in the interview he just had like a physical down he's totally fine not to worry he doesn't have any health problems like and it's like wow okay so when shit yeah. like that happens yeah. I, yeah. that's why I think it's like those one or even less than one percent of stories. I think there's something to it, but what it is, I can't explain it. It's like that experience I had. I think maybe I did experience something, but what it is that I experienced, I couldn't freaking tell you. <laughs> right. That, that's just the thing. So, if if you guys joined this episode here because of Galga TV because you wanted to find some answers, well, <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't have the answers. <laughs> we have zero. <laughs> zero. Like I would say, the older I get, the more questions I have than answers. That's the thing. I was going to say, if anything, we probably just made created more questions. Yeah. Yeah. But that's okay. That's that's life, and that's the thing about life. You know what? If you had the answers to everything, life would be boring. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, sometimes a little mystery is in there. It keeps things interesting, right? Yeah, it makes you search for for answers, and it gives you, you know, a reason to keep yourself on your toes. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Anyways, those are those are all my supernatural ghost kind of thing stories <laughs> that I know. <laughs> yeah, me too. Me too. I don't. I, like I said, I don't have too many. Just like, like. Kind of like small instances that you can kind of say, you know, maybe they are, maybe they aren't. Nothing too crazy. Like I've, I've always like wanted to kind of have like a real experience. So it's like I, like I said, so I would be able to kind of pick which side of the fence I'm on in terms of like, does this exist? Does this not exist? But I don't know. I haven't had any. That's why sometimes when I hear like these crazy stories, I'm just like, like how come nothing like this has ever happened to me? That's why like if, if there was. A such thing as ghosts i think that's why it's like i have a hard time sometimes believing in it is like how would they pick and choose when to like appear and when to not appear and like who to appear to and you know what i mean like well i i guess my kind of thing is i'm almost leaning to what like not that i believe everything that that guy Sadhguru says but especially when i read that book about the the but even when you hear some of those interviews like he kind of hints sometimes like people ask him about that um 
They asked me about why, why only I, About like afterlife or, or what happens oh, when you die. Yeah. And most of the time he has this kind of a cheeky kind of a answer, like, you know, like, hey, why don't you go find out? You know, <laughs> you can go right away. <laughs> um, but but what I find interesting is that the way he explained in the book is kind of like, like I said, is he says that disembod- they're basically, you got to think of them as disembodied beings. They just shed their mm-hmm. thing. And he said, if there's a ghost, like like what traditional culture would call it a ghost, he says it's a disembodied being that doesn't even know that they're disembodied. Like they still, in they, or their head, they still think they're alive. Mm-hmm. And they're going over it in their dream. You know what I mean? It's like, again, because he says at the end of the day, this reality is nothing more but a dream. But it's like a collective dream. So it says, so they're in, in their own little dream world, and they don't know that they're thing, but they're, when their life force is still so thriving so alive but they don't have a physical body then people but he says only certain people will who have a certain intuition or certain like um i guess this ability like that guy that the the hollywood medium Mm. that they can they'll be able to sense it and sometimes they can almost like physically see it but he said that that's it that's it's not like they're disembodied they're not physically able to to touch you or affect you and um that's the thing. So I kind of think of it like that way. Like I said, most of them are just bullshit stories. It's like my my aunt, who I love her dearly. If she's watching this, you know, I'm not saying you're bullshit. I, I love you, but but <laughs> but I know that you know her imagination runs wild, and she gets very scared. And when, especially when you're scared, like you know, like when you had the sleep paralysis, you kind of going, oh my god, like me too. And then it's only until I started understanding what's happening to me that I'm able to calm my mind and my imagination and kind of look at clearly what's happening and i was like oh, okay i'm i'm paralyzed sleep sleep paralysis that's totally fine mm-hmm. it's not the end of yeah. the world um and i was able to overcome it that way but um so i i think that's what's happening to most people i think it's just they're they get paralyzed they get you know you know like that story my grandpa said the guy gets you know get, his jacket gets stuck on something a piece of root and he thinks a, a ghost you know or or that dead guy grabbed him right so yeah, it, it, like like what we said earlier, just it, it it makes it makes things make sense for you. Exactly, if it's not making sense. So, so but I think if you're still tugging on you in a grave in the dark. You're gonna think something is tugging on you in the grave. In the exactly. Dark, yeah. So. so and then you and then the rest of your imagination fills in, and that's it. You it's gone, right? So that's exactly. what I'm saying. That like I I think most of the stories is that's what it is. It's just people's imagination starts interpreting and adding things. But I think there is this less than one percent. It's like that, you know, that episode we did about the aliens, UFOs. I think most of them are also bullshit stories. But it's the very few that that then you know, like now you have your military people admitting to the, that they said that that you can't explain it any other way, and that's when you can kind of go, shit, maybe, maybe, you know, it's yeah, there. But get it's those one or two stories that seem like okay, this is this is too good to not be real. Exactly. Like, there's almost there's there's almost a sufficient amount of evidence that you could be like okay this there's something to this one yeah so that, that's what I'm saying I think most of it is BS but there's very few I think that there's something to it what it is I don't know <laughs> yeah there's 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 a possibility yeah so yeah anyways that's my story I'm sticking to it <laughs> <laughs> all right let's finish it up maybe. Yeah, that's, yeah. Uh, we can talk about this endlessly, so <laughs> maybe another exactly. episode. Exactly. That's the thing. That's the thing with these kind of um, topics is there's no real end to it because at the end of the day, we're not going to be able to prove it one way or the other. Yeah. So you know, in between now and the next ghost episode we do, maybe some shit, some weird shit will happen to you, and then 
then you can tell us a story. Yeah, hopefully I'll have like some really, some crazy interesting story, you know, end up going viral with it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll see. I don't know. I don't, I mean, I, f- I feel like by now, like I would have att- attracted some sort of like um, situation just because like, you know, they say like the more that you actually like uh, open yourself up to it, you know, the chan- the higher the chances of yourself having experience. But I don't know. So far, nothing. Maybe, maybe, maybe it's getting ready. Maybe it's going to be a big one. <laughs> it's going to make <laughs> national news. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> All right, man. Good talking to you as always. All right, you too. So yeah. I see you in the next one. Yeah. Bye, everybody. Peace.